It is time to blast off inside the kennel. And now, here is the Tomahawk Missile himself, Vindog Radio. It is going down today. Money Ben, what's happening, brother? What's up, bro? Yes, he says, what's up, world? It's quaking and shaking. It's quaking, shaking, and raining. Big time, man. And uh, so it's it's raining craziness over the Ukraine, if you know what I'm talking about. You know, those Russian people are going nuts. The Ukrainian president is a corrupt jerk. Uh, Zelensky is a punk too, just like Putin. So both of them are on the same page. Don't believe the hype in the media if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you got to do your own research for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Flavor Flav said it. Don't believe the hype. Yeah, boy. <laughs> so it's raining cats and dogs in America. Uh, and we're not talking about uh, Joe Biden and his cronies because he's got handlers telling him what to say. Uh, the guy can't even think for himself. It's been proven 150%. So what we're going to show you guys today is how stupid Joe Biden really is. And I and I say that with the fury of glory that he is very, very stupid. He is stupid. That's how it is. And we're going to get into a, a little situation with Rex McNeil, T-Rex Radio. And he's going to talk about the slap of the century. It's crazy, man. It's it's nuts. Will Smith <laughs> cold copped him. That's funny. That's funny. Will Smith. Yeah. Chris Rock. So. Versus battle. Mm-hmm. So, you know, President 45 was right about everything. Of course, we know. He was right about Hunter Biden in uh, Where is Hunter? (laughs) He's probably sniffing some crack near someone. All right, now this is the deal. The media tried to ask him a question about Hunter Biden, and here's the response from 45 himself. Cock back at A, Mr. 45. What is it that you want? Whoa, 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 not you. I don't want you on my show. Get out of there. Get out of there. 45 we're looking for here. To be to call Biden a criminal. Why is that? He is a criminal. He's a criminal. He got caught. Read his laptop. And you know who's a criminal? You're a criminal for not reporting it. You are a criminal for not reporting it. Let me tell you something. Joe Biden is a criminal, and he's been a criminal for a long time. And you're a criminal in the media for not reporting it. Good luck, everybody. Have a good day. He says you guys are criminals for not reporting it. Did you hear that, brother? Yeah. Yeah. 
They said it was fake about Hunter Biden's laptop. And now we find it to be true. Go figure. It is true, and we knew it was true, and they tried to say we were all liars. Unfolds. Yeah, the mystery has been unfolded. Hunter Biden's laptop is true, and they're launching an investigation on Hunter Biden. Yes, we knew it. Hey, maybe Biden's over in the Ukraine trying to get rid of the evidence. <laughs> oh, man. I tell you, there's some dirty, rotten scoundrels over there, man. And I, and I heard there was like 15 bio labs over there, too. And Anthony Fauci and all these crooked crumbs, yes, all of these clown dusters were over there uh, capitulating to these labs and, you know, making bioweapons to destroy humanity. I believe it! Dr. Fauci reminds me of Dr. Robotnik from Sonic. Dr. Robotnik, you know what? I should have thought of that one. He does, kind of. The guy (laughs) is ugly. Egghead. Yeah, no kidding. Howdy doody. (laughs) Oh, man. These guys are clown bags, man. That's what they really are. Super duper clown bags. Yeah. (laughs) Arse clowns. Arse clowns. I like that one. Clown bags, arse clowns, clown dusters. You name it, that's what they are. Oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, please love and follow the podcast right here on Podbean. Tell friends, tell neighbors, and don't forget to donate via the Cash App right now. And uh, it is cash tag inside the kennel one. We take all of your donations. We take from $1 to whatever you want to donate, you know, whatever's on your heart to donate to the podcast to keep us moving and grooving. We would greatly appreciate it. And thank you so much in advance. And please follow me at Vindog Radio on Twitter, Instagram, and Getter. Haven't got my true social account yet. Haven't thought about it. So, yeah, please do that right now as we speak. Money Ben, are you ready for T-Rex Radio? Because he is he's in the can and ready to go off. Oh, yeah, he, he's ready to pull that trigger also. Yes, yes. And so are you, my brother. So are you. We're <laughs> ready for you. I've had my finger on the trigger since the beginning. <laughs> yeah, pistol grip pump on my lap at all times. Yes, indeed, my friends. I'm telling you, we don't believe the hype around here inside the kennel, so you guys got to get ready for it. Oh, did you hear that? Oh, man, ladies and gentlemen, he's ready to shoot. <laughs> click, click, booyah. All right, so here we go, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you on the other side of the kennel with myself, Vin Dog, and Money Ben. Please follow us on our socials, and we will take care of business to take care of you. T-Rex Radio on the other side. Money Ben, let it go! Back in a minute, sucker. Back in a minute. More with the street shooter himself right after this. Follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Vindog Radio. What's happening, everybody? Vin Dog in the house from the Kennel Podcast right here on Podbean.com. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. You guys are so wonderful. Thank you. You're so lovely tonight. All right. Now, here's what I really came here to ask you. Would you like to advertise your products or services on our podcast? Hey, just inbox me at VintasticPromo at gmail.com. That is V-I-N-T-A-S-T-I-C promo at gmail.com or 
You can talk to my man, Money Band. That's right. You get Money Band Productions up with a Z on Instagram. Yes, you can DM him or DM me at Vindog Radio USA on Instagram and Twitter also. And we will get back to you and we will work with your budget. Small budget, big budget, large budget, any budget. We work with everybody. Isn't that right? Yes. Do we work with people that want to spend their money? Yes. Do we know how to promote? Yes. Are we the greatest podcast on earth? Yes. So please promote with the kennel right now and we will take care of you taking care of us because we love all of our people, right? Yes. We love everyone. Yes. We sure do, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Stay tuned. More of the kennel coming up, baby, right here on podbean.com. He shoots straight from the hip and if you don't like it, Go and stuff yourselves. Back to the kennel with Mr. Keeping It Real himself, Dog Radio. Hey, what's up? It's Rick D's in the morning. Don't forget to wake up with me right here. But right now, Dog. Welcome to the Kennel Podcast with myself, Dog Radio. We are on the other side. It's going to be an exciting second segment of the show. I promised you that T-Rex Radio was going to be in the house, and he is. But first, let me tell you, love and follow the podcast on podbean.com. Over 5 million downloads of the Podbean app. We're also available on the majors like iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple and Google Podcast, Amazon Music, Indeed, also Pandora and TuneIn Radio, and wherever you shall download your podcasts on all 599 networks around the world. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, T-Rex Radio Live from the Academy Awards last night hangover. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> I am uh, I am so sorry for what happened last night. I, I mean, I feel completely responsible. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the video. Uh, I think it was an Instagram post that Will Smith and, and Jada Pinkett Smith did uh, right before, right? Did okay. No, no, no. I didn't see it, but yeah. go ahead. They're all dressed up, and it says something about, we're ready to create chaos. <laughs> and boy, chaos ensued itself, huh? Whoa. Whoa, what happened there, kids? Uh, you know, I, you know, it, it's one of those things I learned a long time ago is you don't say something about somebody else's wife. No, and, and, no. Oh, that'll always get you in trouble. And now we know why he got so jiggy with it and left Philly. <laughs> and, and he literally slapped the guy, right? <laughs> he just slapped people all the time in Philly. It was going to get him in trouble. And, and Mama said, uh, you need to go out and... Uh, uh, be with your uncle's family in uh, Hollywood. You're moving with Bel- your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. Right. Boy, what a yeah. what a moment that was. You know, it, it was a shocking moment. I think. <laughs> you know, I was- Here's where it all started. Are are you ready for this? I am so ready. So okay, that we perfect. can get the gist of what really went on. Here it is. Okay. You know who's got the hardest job tonight? Javier Bardem and his wife are both nominated. Now, if she loses. He can't win! (laughs) He is praying that Will Smith wins. Like, please, Lord. Jada, Uh I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, here goes Will Smith. (laughs) That was a a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh Uh-oh, Richard. Oh! Oh! oh wow! Will Smith just smacked out of me. Oh my! <laughs> the, yes, well, I mean, the thing is, that we were talking about right before we went. Wow! Wow! 
Wow, dude. It was a G.I. Jane jump. I'm going to, okay? Wow. What a moment. Will Smith wasn't upset about it until his wife leaned over and go, what are you going to do about that big boy? That's pretty much what that was, right? Right. And so he was like, ah, oh, hey, it's okay. And then the wife go, and we've all been there. And and you're like, hey, everything's cool. Everything's cool. The wife's not cool. You're not cool. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And so she leaned over and said, you might want to do something about that because that was, I'm a little uncomfortable with that. And so being a man, he decided he'd do what he did. But I think the ultimate thing was he slapped him. He didn't punch him. And, and slap goes back to being, when you slap another guy, that's a sign of, I don't respect you. You're a piece of. I think people have lost the art of comedy. And you know that right. Chris Rock is going to say something. And the crowd right. actually responded. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, his first response was, wow, that's fu- that's funny. Okay, and he mentioned my name. Hey, great. And then all of a sudden it's, whoa, somebody put on the brakes. You know, I, I think it, it, it's one thing. Chris Rock was trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. Maybe didn't realize what a serious issue that was uh, for her, the loss of her hair, right? So, I, I mean, as entertainers, I mean, the thing you have to respect about Chris Rock is he kept rolling, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, yeah. He didn't stop. He didn't stop. I mean, you know, my hat's off to him of good ad lib because you didn't know that slap was coming. You know, it's not like you went, hey, yeah, and right here, Will Smith's going to walk up and slap me. When I watched it back a couple of times, you were like, was this a set up thing? And then as you you went, no, this this couldn't have been a setup. My producer, Money Ben, is saying in my headset right now, he's like, dude, that was the slap of the century. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. I think, well, what was it? A couple of years ago, uh, the comedian went off on Hollywood, uh, Ricky Gervais. Was that it? Yeah. And, and now, uh, you know, Chris Rock, uh, I guess you could say, goes off on Will Smith and family. And, uh, and then Will Smith's. Uh, acceptance speech and apology speech was a little weird, that he was all about love. How can you say that after you just slapped a man? Yeah, you just slapped the total crap out of the man, <laughs> and then you're going to talk about love. Really? It's a, I Come on! Saying, I guess he was saying, sometimes I got to give the tough love. Oh. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. I think that was the wrong speech. The way he said, I'm sorry, was kind of uh, real, real vague and obviously didn't mention Chris Rock and uh, <laughs> hope the Academy invites me back next year. Yeah, basically, he just apologized to the Academy, but he did not right. apologize to right. Chris right. Rock. Right. Chris Rock yeah. said that he's not going to get the police on him. That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah. That's so I'm like, wow, Will Smith, you got lucky there, bud. Yeah, I, I didn't expect that there was going to be a, a police thing from that. It, it will be interesting in the coming days what Chris Rock says about this, because you know he's going to have to say something. Oh, absolutely. But don't you think that Will Smith kind of overreacted at the same time? Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally think that it was, you know, a little too much. That was something that if, if it happened between me and you, Vendog, we would talk off the air. And I'd say, you know, what you said about my wife wasn't really cool. Well, first of all, I wouldn't say anything about your wife in the first right, place. Right, right. But I'm saying <laughs> if we had that situation, I wouldn't do it in a public, a public venue like the Academy, you know? I, I really don't appreciate that. I well, really that's don't. that's because we're real men. We talk about it. You know, Will Smith, it's going to be interesting what his image does after this. What, what do you think? Since they're all a part of the woke industrial complex, I, I don't know what they're going to say because it, it's it's a whole different ball game when their fellow wokers do something like that. You know what well, I mean? They'll, they'll protect him. It, it, you know, it's, it's not violence. It's not, uh, you know, 
it's funny. Everything they do, the woke, uh, the woke folk, uh, <laughs> everything they do is, is fine, right? Yes, but it's if, peaceful. If somebody else does it, then it's a crime. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a peaceful like, slap. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> Chris Rock had it coming. Will Smith's just the guy to slap him down. Yes, right. and we're gonna and we're gonna finish this off. What with Will Smith had to say after the slap, after he received his award. Listen to this contradictory here. I am overwhelmed by what God is calling on me to do. I'm being... Wait a minute. Did he just say God? (laughs) He just mentioned God, Uh, and he acted unruly and slapped the taste out of a guy's mouth. Are you kidding me? (laughs) God's going to get a fucking Oh my what? goodness! Yeah. <laughs> what? That, You've got to be uh, kidding me! Yeah, I, I, I just don't know what you could say. It was just so ironic that he won Actor of the Year, right? I think we were all hoping and praying he didn't win after that, just because it's going to be a little uncomfortable. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so let's yeah. listen to the to the rest of what this guy says. Let's listen. Called on in my life. Oh no, he's in tears. To love oh. people. Oh no. Wait, wait, wait. To love people after he slaps the taste out of their mouths. I don't think he loves Chris Rock, but he sure does love people. He loves everybody but Chris Rock. And, uh, you know, the funny thing is, is I've liked Will Smith up until this point. I always thought thought he was kind of a fun guy and, uh, you know, positive type of of guy and, and loved some of the social media posts he would do. But I don't ever remember seeing a post going, I'm Will Smith, and I like to slap people around. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Listen to the rest yeah. of this. To protect people <laughs> and to be a river to my people. He wants to be a river to his people. Who is he, Moses? You know, there's nothing. You know, it's just somebody needed to tell Will Smith there's just times that you don't talk about God and, and stuff after you just were seen on, on worldwide TV slapping somebody. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you might want to save that for a little later. Big Willie style. Will Smith and his wife Jada are not innocent folks. They are known to have had an open marriage. Um, Seems to be the case. Yeah. In that limelight that they live in, which I would not prefer to live in, um, you're going to have to expect some of this stuff to happen to you. You know? You know, what happens in this situation with this kind of fame is there's people sitting around waiting for you to make a mistake. Right. I mean, oh, they're, yeah. They're almost they're begging for you to make. And so Will Smith, you know, the one thing I have to say about Will Smith is it wasn't like something where we read about domestic violence and, <laughs> you know, I mean, just like that. Happen, <laughs> right. I mean, we see it with our own eyes, at least uh, on TV. Wow. And, Did you hear uh, that? And so he keeps on slapping know, the guy. Yeah, it's just, uh, <laughs> you know, wow. I mean, the thing is, is in the heat of the moment, we all make some mistakes. Unfortunately, his heat of the moment happened under the glare of the Academy Awards. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. For some reason, I, the slack keeps going off on my board, man. I yeah, don't know what that yeah. is. <laughs> so what what do you think transpires now with both performers that were in this situation? We got Will Smith. We got Chris Rock. Is there a public perception? I mean, Will Smith career is it has such an image right i mean almost a golden a golden image before you know what i didn't even know he was doing movies still yeah yeah he just did that king richard which was about uh the the tennis playing sisters and uh it looked like a really good movie to me in fact i wanted to see it but i, I haven't seen it yet eh, uh, what he won the academy award for it. so i mean mm-hmm. um 
I look at it this way. I always divide people who are in the public eye kind of in two parts. One is the public image. Maybe you like it. Maybe you don't, whatever. And then there's people's personal life, personal issues. And this, you know, the thing with this is the personal issues kind of creep up in a public forum. Um, and you, know, you never, well, you never know what people are going through, right? Yes. And, you know, Chris Rock being a comedian saying, Hey, this kind of be kind of funny. And I'll talk about Will Smith and, and Jada Pinkett Smith. And, uh, you know, here we go, you know? Yeah. It actually you know? kind of made Chris Rock get on the map again as a funny That's guy. What I'm saying. That, that it's given him, uh, some relevance again. Uh, not that, not that he hasn't been continued to be funny. I mean, he's, he's a guy that's always been kind of, you know, said things on the edge of, edge of uh, controversy. So, I mean, uh, I'm sure he wasn't expecting an overreaction to this degree when he, he probably looked at what he was going to do and went, this is okay. I don't think it's the greatest thing I've ever done. I don't think it's worth a punch or a slap. I just still find it weird that Will Smith, you know, basically ran up on the stage and, and did that, you know, I mean, he always struck me as a guy that kind of had his stuff together in the public eye right here. But maybe if we were all put in that situation, maybe we'd do the same thing. I don't know. You know, don't it's know. a, it's a whole different ball game. Don't you think? I, I really think it is. And I, I think it's both those people we kind of like, right. I mean, as, as performers, I don't know them personally, um, but as performers, I've enjoyed both their work over the years. It, it's just sad to see this happen. And uh, I, like I said, it, I think that that's something you try to talk about off stage, off camera, and and let your feelings be known. But you know, Will Smith uh, wasn't having it, and uh, you know, went up there and, uh, and cold copped him. Yeah, and then the <laughs> language after, right? Where he's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Name out of my, you know, out of your, you know. And it's uh, weird so. because Will Smith is the guy that says, "I've won Grammys and I've never had the curse on my records," but there is this public image. I, I think what we have is the public image morphed into the private person. Mm-hmm. Yes, it did. And, and, and we don't usually see that with huge celebrities and, and a main huge event. The Academy Awards are the biggest night in Hollywood, right? Yeah, uh, but not in my house. Well, not not in my house. I mean, but what I'm saying as far as, you know, that's the biggest moment in Hollywood for all the movie directors, for all mm-hmm. the actors, for, you know, at least the big stars. Um that's Hollywood's biggest night. Right? Okay, speaking of Hollywood, let's talk about the Hollywood fiasco called Washington, D.C. Oh now, I'm going to play a piece from the cackler, Kamala Blowfish oh, Harris, and oh, I want you to tell me, do you understand what she's really saying? The governor here? and I, and we were all um, doing a tour of the library here oh, no. and um, talking about the significance of the passage of time. What? Right, the significance <laughs> of the passage of time. So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time in terms of what we need to do to lay these wires, what we need to do to create these jobs. Really? And there is such great significance to the passage of time when we think about a day in the life of our children. What did she just say? I've heard that and I've watched that several times and and several times I thought maybe I missed something, right? (laughs) That, That there was like... She comes up. I think she's got Joe Biden disease because the last few times I've seen clips from her, it's like, wow, that that thing is catching in the White House. Whatever. The backroom bandit does not belong in Washington. The passage of time, though. Let's talk about the passage. Yeah, of what's time. the passage of time? What is this baseball? 
I, I mean, the way she talked about it, I was thinking we were going to hear a fairy tale pretty soon. You know, the <laughs> we were in the library, and uh, me and the governor were talking about the passage of time. Yeah, I bet you guys were. But anyway, that's beside the point. Maybe I, that's what we should call the podcast, Passage of Time. <laughs> that's too funny. Now, it is so unreal what these people are thinking and doing. I, you know, every time I hear somebody speak uh, that's that's in the White House or, or a member of, of that administration. The entertainment committee? It must be because half the time I'll watch them and I don't understand what they're talking about. It's like English language is a third language for them. Or something. Mm -hmm, I, mm -hmm. I, the passage of time. And <laughs> we all talk about how our kids are growing up and everything. Mm -hmm. Okay. But... <laughs> <laughs> and she mentions it four times, not like just once in the passage of time. And, you know, time does pass rather quickly with your kids. And we want great things for the future for our children. We all want that. Yes. You know, it, it's I just don't get it. You know, the worst, the worst vice president in the history. Yeah. I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting the passage of time. <laughs> Okay. Uh, a, little, a little reverb goes a long way. Yes. <laughs> How about Brain Dead himself? Oh, my gosh. Mentioning the New World Order. Listen to this. Yeah. You know, we are at an inflection point, I believe, in the world economy. Not just the world economy, in the world. It occurs every three or four generations. As one of, as the, uh, one of the top militaries in a secure meeting uh, the other day. 60, 60 million people died between what? 1900 and 1946. Where's his statistics at on that? <laughs> and what is he talking about? Is it war? Is it... <laughs> Listen to the rest of this. And uh, since then, we established a liberal world order. And what? That hadn't happened in a long while. A lot of people dying, but no one here in the chaos. <laughs> and now is the time when things now are shifting. We're going to be a time. new world order out there. <laughs> and we've got to lead it. And we've got to unite the rest of the free world in doing it. So anyway. Wait a minute. So thanks, the new world the order. Yeah, thanks for the dog whistle. I really do appreciate that. <laughs> Did you notice that when you watched that video last week, that mm -hmm. the camera shook? <laughs> when he said one world order. Yeah, they're like, uh, Mr. President, well, you're not I mean, supposed to mention that. Shook. I, when I heard it, I was like, what? <laughs> Are you just trying to get the rest of the world upset at you? Or? <laughs> I was like, there's a couple phrases we can all say. And if, if you call somebody this or you call somebody that, or you say, and one world order is something nobody in the world is going, yeah, that's a great idea. We would love to be governed by NATO. It would just be incredible. Yeah, uh, but the, the simple it, fact is he let the cat out of the bag when he wasn't supposed to. Well, he's done that constantly, and, and his that's about the only thing he's done it is, is is say things that make no sense, and then they walked it back a little bit. I forget what their uh, <laughs> the rebuttal was. Yeah, what their statement was afterwards. And by the way, he didn't take a nap today. Uh, <laughs> the one nap uh, he he's supposed to take it every day, and uh, well, you know, Joe Biden even before he became president. The guy always like ended up telling lies and making stuff up and <laughs> yeah. other people's speeches, and and that hasn't stopped once he's hit the White House. Oh uh, man, he, he's he's, he's a, at large. He is on a roll. Let me tell you. Mm -hmm. So, uh, oh you know, man, well, and he, and he uh, what basically said Putin needs to be eliminated. 
I'm sure Putin's very happy about that. Yeah, uh, because now Putin's got ammo. Right, right. To make another well, move. Exactly. And so, you know, good going. Joe, Joe, you know what you're doing. I'm sure you do. Thanks a lot, brain dead Biden. <laughs> we are probably on the brink of World War Three because of this knucklehead. Well, it didn't it didn't ease tensions, right? No, no, uh, no. Yeah, it didn't ease tensions. Um, yeah, so my guess is the thing is they just, you know, why do you think we haven't had press conferences? Why do you think we don't have these things? Is they're trying to insulate him from saying anything. And even when yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, they're trying to insulate me, making sure my stuff. methamphetamines don't wear out on me. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> you know, and sometimes they, I know they're pumping him with something. Because sometimes yeah. it seems a lot more clear than it does other, <laughs> other times. Oh, you know they're jacking them up with amphetamines. Something. Yeah, yeah. Something. Yeah. Yeah, and they forgot to give him his Geritol. He was going to take a nap, but he kept on talking like yeah. Grandpa always does. So Back in my day. And, and the way sometimes he speaks aggressively, those are signs mm-hmm. yeah. of, like, That's dementia. Just old, that's just old white guy get off my lawn. Kids get off my lawn. I've told you to stay off the lawn. Shut up. Shut up. Oh, okay. We'll tell them to shut up. No problem, bro. Okay. All right. Now, here's the deal, Rex. Uh-huh. So, Joe Biden is coined as the worst president in American history. Over 64% of Americans, this is according to the Rasperson poll, and that's the most okay. leftist poll around, the Rasperson poll. Oh, boy. Yeah. 64% disapproves of Biden inflation. Well, yeah. I mean, who's going to go... Oh, uh, this just in. Uh, can we take a step back to uh, the Will Smith thing? <laughs> can we, real quickly, because this just came across. Just yeah. like that. All right. Anna, Anna Presley, a Democrat from Massachusetts, uh, had a tweet praising uh, Will Smith at the Oscars. She has deleted that tweet uh, all of a sudden. So uh, I don't know why you would be praising some guy that slapped another guy. But hey, you know. Hey, that's uh, how the lefty Lucy's grow, man. They love yeah. violence. They love it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's just hot off the presses. Now, on a happy note, let's talk about some real cool wineries that you've done. We This last week was, was a really cool week. We got to visit some, I would say, world-famous wineries. Um, and, and those world-famous wineries are... Uh, one is uh, the castle in Napa. Have you ever been to the castle there? I, I guess, but we didn't go in because they were trying to charge us. <laughs> we not only got to go in, I've been working on trying to get something uh, to go there and, and do some video for, it seems like a year, maybe maybe a little less, but it seemed like a long time. Mm-hmm. And we had done their other winery with some video. And so I asked the president of the company, I said, hey, by the way, can you uh, see if you can get us in there? And, and 10 minutes later, I got a call from the owner of the whole winery. He's like, yeah, 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 so, you know. So we made, I think it was Wednesday we went there, and uh, we got to interview the owner, uh, the guy who built this castle, uh, which is amazing. How many people have you met that have built a castle? That was my first None, person. none, none. So in my circle, you're yeah. the first person I met that knows right. someone that built exactly. a castle. Right. And so, uh, you know, that's incredible. He has this incredible winery, and so we got to hang out there and, and uh, see some stuff and uh, do some interviews uh, with Dario Satui. And uh, so that was fun. And then uh, uh, Francis Ford Coppola Winery called us back, and we were there Friday before the Academy Awards, and they showed us the Academy Award-winning wine that they were going to be pouring at the Academy Awards. So that was kind of cool. It was in a gold bottle. It looked like Oscar. Maybe it was Will Smith. I couldn't tell. Uh, But I believe it was the the Oscar that it looked like, not Will Smith. And uh, and so that was, uh, you know, 
you know, just uh, lucky that we got there like right before the Academy Awards and, and they're showing us the wine they're going to be pouring at the uh, Oscars last night in between people getting slapped back and forth. Yes, the Grand Slap Edition bottle. All right. <laughs> and of course, it was the 50th anniversary of The Godfather. Oh, and, forget uh, about so, it. So uh, that was kind of cool. You know, uh, mm-hmm. to go to Francis Ford Coppola's winery when he's being honored uh, for his uh, movie masterpiece. Uh, we've all seen it, The Godfather. So, yeah. Yes, indeed, we have seen it. I had spoken with a good friend of yours by the name of Mike Owen. Yeah, Mike's a, a, a wine buddy of ours. We've known Mike now for about three years and uh, have worked with him uh, promoting his winery uh, for about three years. Yeah, so Mike's a great guy. Yes, and as a matter of fact, he's going to be on the next episode. So it's going to be interesting. Great. Yes. Yeah, great. He, I, yeah. I can't wait till he cuts loose, Rex, because from what you tell me, he's going to really let loose. And from my- just a, he's a big guy. He fills a room with his personality and he will be so good on your podcast. And I'm so glad that you guys uh, finally connected. And uh, I, I can't wait to hear the podcast because that's going to be that's mm-hmm. going to be, uh, you know, entertainment right there. And he wants to help the podcast grow. Yes, he does. Well, you know, Mike's uh, Mike's a, a good guy and he's got a real big promotional mind and uh you know, once Mike puts his mind to something, uh, watch out. He kind of came up, uh, well, he did come up with the idea for the Foothill Wine Festival, which we promote as well. And uh, that was his idea. That was his uh, baby. And uh, and now the Folsom Chamber is kind of running with it. And, uh, you know, so Mike's a, Mike's a creative guy. And, uh, you know, Mike will say what's on his mind. And he's a friendly guy. And, uh, you know, he, he loves making people laugh. And uh, he loves doing good things. So, um It'll be yeah, a good fit. yeah, yeah. I'm so happy that he's coming aboard to do good things with me. So it's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I told you months ago, hey, you need to, you know, you need to give Mike a call. I think uh, you guys would, uh, you know, be a, a great tandem. And uh, so I, I, I'm excited to, to see what you guys create. I know it'll be something good. Yeah, things that'll make the Tards cry in exasperating sure. tears. Well, you know, that's. You know, that's the way it goes. <laughs> that's uh, Rex Radio on the loose right there, ladies and gentlemen. That's the way it goes. <laughs> it is. It is. But, uh, I mean, you've got so many big things happening. I, I mean, I think if you shared all the things you had happening, we'd have to get the CIA and FBI involved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they would have to do security for me. Right. They yes. Have to protect the podcast. <laughs> Lots of things are coming down the pipeline that we're working on. It's going to be exciting. Uh, the finish of 2022 is going to be great. Um, I just don't know how how great it's going to be for uh, the House and the Senate uh, libtards. But, hey, you know, it's going to flip. And did you hear that Bill Mars uh, tell Adam Carolla on his podcast that he thinks that California is going to flip red because everybody is sick and tired of the, you know, BS? Barbara Streisand. Yeah, Bill Maher, though, I mean, the last few months, I mean, I've seen him politically just totally flip with everything. You know, I mean, he was a guy that was, you know, leading that liberal side of things and always liberal. And all of a sudden, I mean, in the last couple of months, he's he's talking more like a conservative. Uh, yeah. Than I've ever yeah. I, I think he's talking more like a person that has common sense at the end of the day. Well, I, I, I think that he sees what's going on and, and finally realizes as the snowball rolls down the hill. Uh, that things have went too far, 
you know, it, it went too far in one direction and uh, that we need to kind of, you know, kind of uh, pull that back here at least a little bit. I, I think I think that's where most people sit. I, I really do, whether they express that or not. And you know what it is, too, Rex? I think the, uh, the simple fact of the matter is he knows if he capitulates to the woke mob, but if he says something that's out of turn with them, that they're going to come after him, too. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to step off of this truck before it comes and runs me over. Yeah, I, I just think, uh, you know, as a lot of people, you know, the thing is, is I think there are people on the other side of the fence. Let's just call it the other side of the fence. Yes, yes, and that's that, exactly what it is. That, that uh, you know, voted one way and and thought, you know, had has optimistic thoughts about what would happen and now have seen the nightmare that's played out before all of us and went, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have voted that way. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. I, I did not see this nightmare uh, happening the way it's happening, you know. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think that's all of us, too. I mean, we all said, hey, you know, you know things can't be that bad, right? They can't be that <laughs> bad. Well, you know, that, that's not uh, where we are. It, it's, you know, just, uh, it, it's it's scarier than any of us, I'm sure, imagined. Well, you know what? If the thing is, that's not even a, a nickel of what it is. I mean, what's the price of gas up there right now? What, uh, I think I just drove by 550 maybe a gallon for regular unleaded right around here. You know, that's like the low side. You know, it's not that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's like the regular unleaded. Uh, so, you know, between five fifty nine six dollars $6 a gallon, depending on, you know, and maybe a little more than that, depending on what you get. Yeah, it's, it, Chevron, it's about 6 bucks. Right, there you go. Yeah, six mm-hmm. eleven something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, Chevron's yeah. good gas, it does last longer. Yeah, I mean, the higher octane gas is obviously going to last longer. Your car is going to run better. But who can afford that now? Right? I know. It's it's sickening. Yeah. It's sickening what they're doing, man. And the thing is, the state of California has a gas tax. Right. And that's out of control. Well, I mean, as you look at the gas taxes, you gas up. And I haven't done it in a few years where I really looked at the tax. But there's a tax upon a tax upon a tax upon a tax. 17 cents for this tax. You know, another 17 cents for this tax, 11 cents for this tax. And Mm. that's per gallon. That's not, you know, like your whole fill up. That's per gallon. And whose pocket is it going into? Gavin Newsom's, huh? uh, Apparently so. Yes. He's ready to give some money back to people. So. uh, Oh, no. He's going to give us back our money. Yeah, exactly. He's (laughs) giving us back. You know, uh, what, $400 or something like that, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or what? Yeah, he's a generous guy. So did you hear that he uh, uh, elected the first transgender uh, judge to be in the California Superior Court? Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, yeah, I seen something about that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it makes you sick. But anyway, um, so, yes, and... You know, the thing is, I don't care what people do with their lifestyles. I just don't think that they should capitulate children to it. Well, I I, I think to me, it's like, believe it you want, you know, believe, you know, whatever your beliefs are, I don't have a problem with that. But when you start forcing, you know, school children to kind of that curriculum, I think that's a little wrong. You know, that's that's my philosophy on the uh, whole darn thing is, you know, um, educate our children. Let them be educated enough to, at, at, at an older age, if they want to make a decision about a certain issue or, or what have you, then that's their their deal, right? Yes. But to influence them with educational propaganda 
uh, on uh, sexual identity, on, uh, you know, uh, history, a refiguring of history about how uh, every white American who ever lived is a bad person and all of them own slaves. Uh, I, I just disagree with, uh, I guess I'd call it educational propaganda. I guess. Yes, sir. And, and by the way, uh, I have family members and friends that are homeschooling their children right now because they said that they're sure, not going to sure. uh, yeah. subjugate their kids to this nonsense. And I don't blame them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my son's 25, and, and I'm so glad that he's, you know, not in school and, and has, has finished school. He was also in the Air Force. Um, he's a real estate agent now. He thinks for himself, I think, uh, you know. Uh, but he, you know, school's really changed, I'd say, in the last 10 years. Yes, it's changed little, for the wrong reasons. Yeah, if you have little kids right now, I, I can't imagine that there are not grandparents out there and parents that are, like, really fearful of what their kids are learning at school. Yeah, why do you think they want to put your kids in daycare nowadays? Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, you know, it, it's why why do I feel like we're repeating Nazi Germany or something? I know those yellow stars are coming out, folks. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's it's so weird. But I knew once we start knocking down statues, once we start knocking down our history, that there was going to be some weird stuff going on. Yeah. You know? I really think, though, that people are waking up and people said, oh, people are scared in America. I says, no, America's not scared. America's pissed. Yeah, I, I think, and that continues to boil. And I think mm -hmm. at a certain point, it's going to boil over. Uh, yeah, and it's and not going to be good for those in Washington. Well, you know, it's not going to be good for any of us, it's just in, in society in general, because you're going to have violence happening, uh, you know, left and right. And in some, in some places, you already do. Right. Yes, sir. And I tell those folks, if you're not on the right side of history, don't come out to the country where I live. There you go. Because <laughs> we country bunkins ain't taking it out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think, you know, where this goes, you hope that people are, are realizing kind of what's going on and what what kind of uh, political grabbing is going on and that. Your freedoms continue to be taken away, right? Yes, Your yes. Continue to be um, just, uh, you know, annihilated. Um, you know, I, I think back to five years ago, and it's like it, it was like it, it's like a hundred years ago. Mm hmm. Yeah. You know, you almost wonder if, if things were really like that, or you imagine them being like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, and to where we are now, and it's just like, what the heck happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it's so funny. Everybody goes, man, Vin, you're so country because the way you think. I said, you know what? I'm a city slicker with country ways, so don't mess with me, brother. There you go. <laughs> well, I mean. Because I've been know, leaving putting my boots to the barn, if you know what I mean. There you go. There you go. Well, I, I mean, things, you know, are in uh, a, a really weird place. The only thing that scares me really kind of scares me is that we're so far from another presidential election. And, and so that means a lot of time of, of the current situation. And that's kind of scary, you know? Yes. Like we got three years, two and a half years, something like that. I um, think uh, if the uh, real conservatives take over the House and the Senate and get rid of the McConnells, the Romneys, the Murkowskis, and the Susan Collinses of the world. See, I love to name these people like the Matt Kinzingers and Little Ben sure. Sass and 
Wow, Liz Cheney's of the world. You know, naming the sure. naming the crooked neck bastards that are in there. Uh, if we get them out and we get some real America first people in there on, on uh, both sides, uh, sure. or just in the House and the Senate, regardless, I, I think that there is going to be a significant change that's going to happen. It's going to be out with Pelosi, out with Shifty Schiff. I, I, you know, to be honest with you, I think they need to put these people in prison. That's what that's that's just the bottom line. If the average American can go to jail for a small petty crime, how about putting these people in prison for committing crimes against humanity like the uh you know howdy duties of the world like Anthony Fauci 81 years old? Hey, stick him under a jail cell and don't feed him for a month and see if he lives. <laughs> no, I, I- <laughs> I think, uh, you know, right now what we're seeing is a lot of corruption on both sides. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I, the line from the Batman movie in 89 uh, with Michael Keaton and... Uh, that was the best that, one. Yeah, that is, you know, and the Joker says, who you gonna trust? You know, I feel like that's <laughs> the time we're living right now mm-hmm. is who you gonna trust? None of them. Everybody's, everybody's saying something and it doesn't seem to be backed up by facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. So, what is the next big adventure for you, my friend? The next big adventure, what do we got this week? Oh, we're visiting uh, the local Dairy Queen and finding out what the new Blizzard flavors are. I know you're always excited about yes, that. Yes, I am. I am. I love yeah. I love ice cream, yeah. so. Uh, we've got a winery uh, for the Foothill Wine Festival this week up in the Foothills. Uh, I think we're supposed to be there Thursday. And then Saturday is the big Foothill wine festival uh, in Folsom, California. And nice. There'll be over uh, 60 wineries, uh, some restaurants there uh, doing wine and food pairings and all kinds of good stuff. And so uh, mm-hmm. that happens Saturday. And uh, so that's uh, kind of this week so far. Um, of course, uh, if you have a winery or a restaurant and want us to show off your food or drink, we're uh, more than happy to oblige. More absolutely. Happy to- absolutely. Okay. Now, you and, went to uh, one of my favorite ones, Visa Tui, also. Yeah, yes, we did. We went there uh, and uh, got the grand tour from the president of Visa Tui Wines. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of course, Visa Tui also owns the castle, and that's how we got into the castle was they liked what we did uh, mm-hmm. at Visa Tui. And, uh, you know, Visa Tui is just a wonderful place. They have all that cheese. They have, a, like, this deli market that's incredible. They have yes, picnic, yes, yes, yes. Picnic tables. Uh, I think they have like over 200 cheeses at a time, if I remember correctly. Uh, and then they have these great wines. And uh, Visa Tui is such an interesting story. In 1885, uh, the grandfather of uh, Dario Satui, uh, or great-grandfather, had a winery in San Francisco in 1885. Yes. And they had that run until Prohibition. It got closed down. And then Dario uh, Satui uh, restarted his family's winery. In, like, That's awesome. 70s. Yeah, and and now it is what it is, which is uh, a, both the spots are legendary uh, wine visits, uh, Visa Tui and uh, uh, the Amorosa uh, Castle is, is incredible. And yeah, you yeah, it's uh, you know uh, the Castella di Amorosa, and uh, you know once you go there, you just go wow. <laughs> yes, indeed. yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Like a 13th century, you know, castle, mega castle that uh, Dario Satui uh, had built. And, uh, you know, it has different brick here and different brick there and this brick. I mean, it, it's incredible. And, Indeed. Uh, and the wines are terrific. And it's just, you're walking through this castle. 
that would be, you know, like in the 13th century. Wow. Okay. Yes. Yeah, and they even have a they even have a church there. That is so cool. Now yeah. you know, uh, uh, my significant other, her family is Dutch, so we went to Visa Tui okay. and they love cheese. So okay. we we went there. We tried all the cheeses, but sure. I, I went to where all the sweets were. So I tried these oh, little. Nice. There is these lemon flavored like biscuits. Oh my god! That they have, they're like cookies. Uh-huh. And they are delicious, and I wonder if they still have them there. And if you see oh, them there, I'm sure, they, I'm sure they do. If I'm you sure see, if you see them there, pick me up like two or three of those bags, send them to me, and uh, them, and I'll pay you. And you'll probably get them in a month or something. <laughs> I probably get them in a couple days. Well, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Well, Visa to it. We had the uh, cranberry uh, turkey sandwich, <gasps> and it was to die for. I, and I am not kidding. And uh, paired with some uh, Visatui wine. Uh, yes. not a bad way to spend an afternoon. Great place to take the wife. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I loved it. it. It was incredible to, uh, you know, be able to kind of cruise around there. And, and then they have uh, the picnic tables, and then they have a uh, – uh, a patio type of area where you're right next to the vineyard and uh, you know you can drink some wine eat some food and uh, just enjoy yourself uh, and, and the weather's always so nice and the people are nice there too that work on the inside there yeah well i always say when you go to these wineries i mean people are are going there because they want to go there and so they're happy and and part of the hospitality of a winery is is greeting you and saying hey uh, glad you came and join us and and, and kind of uh, educating you and, and showing you a, a great experience, a great wine and food experience. Yeah, and yeah. The, you know what's so funny? They'll even pour you an extra glass or two or three just because. Yeah, well, I mean, I think, you know, I, the thing is they're there to, to sell wine. And, you know, pouring you another glass of wine, right, is going to make you buy a couple bottles to take back home. I'm sure they're more than happy to do that, right? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. but but I think so, it's just uh, the owner's custom too with his family. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. A lot of these wineries, sometimes people don't realize, is a lot of them are family-run businesses. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good to run the family business, if you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> so, you know, so they're family businesses, and so you know, there's several generations working there. Maybe, you know, uh, you know the the third generations there, the fourth and the fifth. You know? Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, and they're they're working that and they're doing different things to uh, make that a success into the future. And, uh, you know, it, it's uh, it's a fun experience. I always think the Napa Valley is a fun experience. Yes. And, and, Can't wait to get back there. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know what? Well, we were just at a uh, brand new uh, bagel uh, bagel shop deli. Whoa. The, uh, public Oxbow. In fact, uh, we have video up today on our social media. And uh, it's called Lovsky, and uh, it's uh, I had a salmon uh, bagel that was terrific, and uh, they have bagels and cream cheese and sandwiches and all that and coffee and uh, they're right there in the public Oxbow uh, shopping area on First Street in Napa, and uh, they just opened last week, so you know that's kind of exclusive. We got exclusive content again. I just happened to be there and seen it, and I was like, oh, this would be a cool place to get some video. Yes, it would, and I hope you got a bagel out of it. I had the uh, salmon bagel very much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it was uh, it was terrific, and uh, we had a cup of coffee, and uh, you know, really enjoyed ourselves. It's brand new, and uh, they were hustling and bustling, and there were folks already uh, lining up for bagels. You know, they were uh, they were ready to rock. 
That's awesome. Now, Rex, let everybody know how they can get a hold of you, especially a business, if they want you to uh, come there and do some filming sure, and sure, sure. and pay you on top of that, right, you know, your right. money. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, that, it is a business, and that is, uh, you know, how we pay our bills. And so it is, uh, it is nice to get paid for our services, of course. And so what we do is we come and visit you. We do several videos. We put those up on social media. We give you those videos for you to use however you wish. And, uh, of course, you can find us on our Facebook page, Rex on the Road Media, the hashtag Rex on the Radio. We kind of show up everywhere. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram at T-Rex Radio, on TikTok at Rex on the Roads. And uh, if you hashtag Rex on the Radio on any social media platform, because we always use that, you'll find us. And uh, we would love to come and visit your winery or your restaurant or any other business uh, you may have. And what we do is video content that will increase your business. That's what we do. Uh, we've been lucky enough to work now with over 2,500 uh, clients. And, uh, you know, folks continue to line up. Uh, and, and we're always happy to add new clients to the roster. So, uh, yes. you know, join the fun. Absolutely. And and we call it infotainment in the sense of we're there to, you know, let people know about your services and products. Uh, But at the same time, we're trying to entertain or educate people maybe about a specific thing. If it's a winery, what what makes you different? What's the history of the winery? You know, what's your guys' specialty? Oh, we, you know, we have a a Cabernet that's unbelievable. We have this. We have a a Zinfandel. Um, Or, you know, we prepare these kind of burgers and we're the only place – in town that does these kind of burgers. And so, you know, we try to get behind the scenes a little bit and show you things that maybe you wouldn't normally see. And sometimes that's just the making of the food or the making of the product. Right. You know, not everybody gets to see that. No, not at all. No, not at all. We try to do some fun videos. Uh, Vin Dog can tell you he sees a lot of the videos we do. And and I think, you know, some of them are kind of fun. Yes, and I love them. Yeah, some of them are kind of eye-catching and others are more informative where, you know, they're not, uh, you know, quite the eye candy. But, uh, you know, overall, we're just trying to, to uh, you know, help small business. You know, it's really about small business. We've worked with some larger clients and, and love that as well. But uh, yes. to help, help mm-hmm. the smaller businesses be able to market themselves. And if you're a business owner, you don't have time probably uh, to do all the social media content. So what we do is we produce that for you. You have it. Uh, right at your beck and call and you can throw it up on social media. So you don't have that question, you know, what do we put up on social media today? You know, you've got yeah. a, a produced video that you can throw up about, about what's on your menu this week, or you got a, uh, a produced video about uh, a, a new promotion that you got coming up or a special event. Um, and so, you know, that's what we try to do. We've been doing it for about three and a half, four years. Uh, started off as a lark and now it's turned into a full-time business. Ladies uh, and gentlemen, once again, my good man, Mr. T-Rex Radio. Thank you. Yes, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a great moment, Rex, today. It's been awesome. Yeah, yeah. We we had a lot to talk about. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I'm probably going to go home and slap myself silly. but uh, (laughs) Silly willy. Feeling a little slap happy today. Yeah. uh, (laughs) <laughs> that can happen, but uh, no, always a pleasure to be hanging out with you, Vin Dog, on, on this podcast. It's growing by leaps and bounds almost every minute of every day, and uh, it, it's just a pleasure to uh, hang out with you and kind of talk about things that are going on. Yes, and thank you for being a major contributor to the podcast. It's oh, been yeah. awesome. Yeah, any any time. Glad to glad to do it. Uh, and uh, next time, 
I will be on time for the podcast. <laughs> it's all right, brother. It's all right. Please <laughs> love and follow the podcast on podbean.com, ladies and gentlemen. And you can add me at Vindog Radio. That's right, Vindog Radio on Instagram, Getter, and oh my, ladies and gentlemen, I'm still on Twitter. Yes. Can you believe it, Rex? Still on Twitter. I can't, I can't. Still on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and I might be on Truth Social soon. I don't know yet. I haven't decided. Um, okay. Yeah, I might. I don't know yet. I just want to see okay. how it goes. Um, okay. Yeah, so thank you all for listening to the kennel. We really appreciate and love you all very much. God bless you, and God bless America, what's left of it. And take care of one another because it's a small world, and we need each other. All right? <laughs> <laughs>